Welcome to Ariel Talk Time, hosted by business intuitive, entrepreneur, and founder of Ariel, Victoria Lynn Weston. Listen to her thought-provoking interviews with inspiring leaders, creators, and intuitive thinkers who share their stories and lifestyle tips to enhance your way of living. And we're inviting you to join our conversation. If you like this interview, please post a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Hi, everyone. It's Victoria. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Today, we have an exciting guest and someone you probably wouldn't have thought that I would have scheduled. But before I introduce you to her, I want to talk a little bit about voice, voice technology, hands-free, data-driven voice, as in Amazon Echo devices. You know, I'm also the founder of Studio Carlton, and we produce and develop custom Alexa skills for small businesses, authors, professionals, because voice is the future. And it's going to be exciting because you don't have to be tethered to your desk anymore. You can just simply ask Alexa a variety of questions like, find me a lifestyle consultant, or what are some of the great nutrition tips from... Ashley Koff on My Better Nutrition, and a lot more. If you're looking to sort of advance yourself and engage your audience utilizing innovative technology such as Amazon Alexa, then I invite you to check out Studio Carlton and reach out to me as well because it's quite exciting. And be one more thing, though, is that we just developed a very robust interactive Alexa skill for Aereo. Aereo, of course, is an association of vetted body, mind, and spirit, lifestyle consultants, life coaches, dream work practitioners, intuitive consultants, astrologers, and more. And what's really nice about Aereo, positive living, is you can sort of ask Alexa, you know, questions about what is ESP, you know, who is uh, a lifestyle consultant in San Francisco, or where do I find a feng shui expert in Miami, and, and much, much more. But you also will love the daily tips, very inspirational and motivational from uh, just a, a great resource of, of professionals that I couldn't be more honored to be working with them and showing off their, their information and their expertise. Now, let's talk about the guest. The topic today starts with the P word. Yes, politics and poker. Amanda Boatfelt, she wrote this exciting book about poker to teach primarily women, although men can learn about it as well, because she got sick of doing the sort of hanging out at the bars or the dating apps. As you know, that stuff gets boring, and it's a little on the risky side these days, if you know what I mean. Amanda Boatfeld is the author of A Girl's Guide to Poker, but she's also been published in the Wall Street Journal, Huffington Post, Los Angeles Times. She writes a lot about politics as well. The Girl's Guide to Poker by Amanda Boatfeld. Maybe, maybe it's the challenge that you might like, or maybe it's the cash. I mean, after her first time, she won like $2,000. Or maybe you're turned on by the guys and hoodies and sunglasses. She did tell me that a lot of uh, sports sports and athletic uh, people go there to play. Whatever the reason, if you're a girl or a guy who wants to learn poker, this is the book that you want to handle. Learn everything from the insider poker lingo to fancy winning plays with the help of an easy-to-guide mini chapters and quizzes. Most poker books read like a math textbook. Amanda's reads like Cosmo. The only poker book that teaches card-playing strategy and how to bluff your boyfriend. 
A Girl's Guide to Poker will make you the belle of the ball or the card shark of the casino. It's really fun. Amanda's an absolute delight to talk with. I know you're going to love her energy, enthusiasm, and I hope you buy the book. But more importantly, I hope you look at playing poker as a new social alternative, going out there to meet new people and, you know, learn how to, you know, play poker and make some extra money. So let's go check in with Amanda. Amanda, it's a pleasure to have you here today. And I'm totally excited about talking with you because you have come out with a new way for people, especially millennials or anybody that kind of wants to get out there and be more social. In other words, meet and greet, get behind the smartphone and get behind the hanging out on, on Facebook and all that stuff. You really go out and meet and people, touch, shake hands, say hello, how are you? And you have this interesting way for people to do that. And it starts with the P word. And the P word is poker. Poker. And you wrote the introductory book for people to go out, particularly women, to A Girl's Guide to Poker by Amanda Botfeld. Amanda, tell me, do you play poker? Oh my gosh, more days than I don't. Um, and can I actually, just one thing on meeting people as a millennial. Um, that, that actually is also how I got into poker. I had just, I was so frustrated with dating and dating apps specifically is risky and it's terrible. And so I had written this article for the LA Times. I was a political writer, but I deviated and I wrote about dating apps. And it was kind of like in the peak of dating apps when everyone was kind of on their like second date. It's 2016. So it just had moved into the mainstream, but it was still novel. And I went on like a million dates and I hated it. <laughs> and it was like so frustrating and it really, really wasn't working at all. And, uh, you know, so I wrote this piece for the LA Times about, you know, basically going on a date with every guy in Los Angeles. I'm glad I ended up safe, <laughs> to, to your point. And I wanted something else that I could do on a Saturday night, other than bars, other than clubs, something that I could still feel social, and then also use my mind. And a new casino opened up in Washington, DC, where I was living, and I started getting into poker. Wow. Was it scary when you first stepped into the room? Uh -huh. I mean, how many poker tables? Can you imagine? I mean, let's visualize this. Here you are, this, you know, political writer, really yeah. write, writing out some dry stuff, you know, on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis and hanging around a completely different, you know, group of people. All of a sudden, did you get dressed up? I mean, did you wear a skirt? Was it skin yes. tight? Did you wear jeans? It, that's a, such a funny question no one's asked. Um, so I was in D.C. in this brand new MGM that was like a Vegas-style spectacular casino opened up but they also did shows and it was a hotel and it was right next to a convention center and um, my roommate wanted to go and we dressed up and they have shops and it was this whole fancy experience and he said and I thought I was going to play poker because um you know it, it seemed so exciting and my dad plays a little bit um and I thought I was going to be this poker superstar like my dad but oh my gosh was I a fish out of water <laughs> like to your point like uh, you know, just basic etiquette. I didn't right, so know. you came in this this room, this poker room, all dressed up. Yes, all hip. dressed up. I was in a red dress. And you're absolutely gorgeous anyway. So you came all dressed up, you walk in, you're hip, and you think you're going to really just burn up the room. Yes. And then you walk in and nobody's looking at you probably because all the guys are probably looking at their hands, right? Their poker hands. <laughs> oh, you know, when you're, I say in my book, um, the experience of being a girl in a, in a poker room is like that saying, if you were the last woman on earth, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that. 
Um, and it's funny because the amount of attention I got as a woman really changed my perspective socially. Like all these things I used to try, like, especially at that time, so insecure. I was trying so hard, like not to eat bread with my salad and, yeah. you know, and to dress up like all the time. And it was, I just realized all those little things that you try to do so hard to get ahead. It, it's not that important. So you went in and you played a little bit, right? I did. And I was terrible. And I didn't understand because I thought I was going to be awesome. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of exactly. it. Like if you got a little bit of confidence, you always want to think, oh, I'm going to be awesome. But anyway, see when you didn't do so well. So what inspired you to go back two or three times? Because we're looking for the inspiration, that golden nugget, that intuitive ha-ha. When yes. did you decide to write the book? Absolutely. So I was working as a political writer at the time. And my job was politics made simple. I was writing a foreign policy newsletter on the Middle East and for 30,000 subscribers. And what I was supposed to do was break it down into bullet points. And that was my skill set is I took hard stuff, made it easy. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to learn how to play poker. And I tried to find a poker book and they were all way more difficult than I could understand. And so I was like, okay, part A, I'm going to learn how to play this game. Part B, I'm going to write the book on it. And, um, and at the time, I thought poker was going, I didn't realize it would be this Pandora's box and this whole world. And so I thought I would just learn how to play and I'd write this like 30 minute, you know, quick little guide. And it was, again, going to be so simple and easy. You were back and um, you studied poker. And because yes. of your background being a political writer, you knew how to take things that were very complicated and write it down in easy breezy bullet form so people can sort of yeah. grasp it quick on the run on the way out the door or before they go to bed or whatever. So you put the, uh, the guide to, it's a girl's guide to poker, correct? Correct. A girl's but guys can guide learn too, right? Guys can learn. Oh yeah. You know, it's to and my real passion. I want to be able to talk about smart subjects, you know, whether it's politics or poker in a female voice and, not have it, you know, what's girly and what is intelligent be mutually exclusive. So, of course, the content is just as hefty as any man's poker book, but the delivery is feminine. Very good. So now we got the, the Girl's Guide to Poker, which, by the way, is available on Amazon. And I really want people to, if you're looking just to shake up your social life and want to learn something new, I don't care if you're 20 or 50, you might want to check it out and then learn how to play your little poker, get a little confidence in there and go out and um, play at the, at the local areas in your town and, and meet people, particularly the opposite sex. Now, yes. you wrote the book and you've got the uh, easy breezy way to learn about it. How long did it take you to basically learn poker? And, and what do you mm. estimate a commoner like myself? How long is it gonna take me to play poker? You know, it depends how good you wanna get. Um, I always <laughs> play to win, so I, I always wanna get oh. good. <laughs> I studied, like I made these little flashcards of which cards to play and I color code them with stickers. I went from knowing almost nothing to in about three months, about three months later, I entered my first poker tournament and I won first place. Um, out of How much did you win? Um, that, it was a $120 tournament and I won over $2,000. Oh my God. Yeah. You took a week off from the politics, right? Exactly. <laughs> I know. I was a went to Bahamas or someplace fun, I hope. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, six months later, I was the number seven highest ranked tournament player at the MGM Casino in DC. So... Um, now tournament style, it's a little, I think it's a little bit simpler than the, 
you know, uh, what you're used to playing indefinitely, um, but it's more competitive. And if you kind of want to measure your results, if you want to play to win, I highly recommend tournaments. And if you're into it, I, I would say three months is probably a good starter. If you're really, really into it, you can learn it quicker. Very good. So now for everybody, you can use this guide, a girl's guide to poker, and you right. can sort of get the in and out and playing. Cause if you're going to enter the poker room and you want to meet people, it's about social stuff. You still want to understand the game because if you go in there and you don't know what you're doing. You're going to make everybody aggravated, obviously. Now you wanted to make this as, as a social opening card in that. Yes. And I believe if I'm correct, that you actually met the, the current guy you're dating um, yes. going to this, the poker places. So tell me a little bit, how long did it take? First, you had to master poker. And while you're in there, you think, God, this is just a great way for other women to learn about it. You're making money. You're making extra money on the side. You still got your political uh, work that you're doing. And then you meet a really cool guy. So how did that happen? You know, that's such a cute, funny story. So um, I meet him at a poker table here in Los Angeles. Uh, he was visiting from Ireland. and Oh, a nice Irish guy. Yeah, he's got an Irish nice. Um, uh, You know, I remember he was in a hand with some guy and the guy's like, I think you have this. And my now boyfriend, he was like, that's what we call an inference. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he asked me out. And at that time, I, you know, I was a little bit more jaded. I wasn't really looking. And I was like, it's okay. Play your game. Do your thing. And I was also weary of going out with a poker guy. Like a, he was a professional poker player and it was obvious to me. And because you're always competing against the casino, you know, right. they always have something to do on a Saturday night. And, uh, and if they're good at it, something, you know, they're going to make money and have fun. Um, and so I was a little weary about going out with a poker guy and he told, and especially cause I just didn't want to again, compete with the casino and he snapped back there are more important things in life than poker. And I was like, okay. And then we got up right then and there and we went to the restaurant and I liked him, but I was still skeptical. And about two weeks later, I went to Vegas for the first time with my publishers. And it was also um, his first time in Vegas uh, visiting from Ireland and of all the card rooms in Vegas, um, I walked into one and there he was. Oh my gosh. We, yeah, synchronicity. Like a, a synchro That's what we say. That's our word. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's funny, yeah. We say it's our synchronicity. That's, that's funny. On that. Um, and we've been together ever since. Very nice. Isn't that yeah. great? So I guess, you know, you, you got this idea to write you know, got an idea rather, just explored new social avenues because you're bored with going to the bar. I think, oh, heck, I'll go to the a poker thing. I'll learn how to play poker. And then I think, well, I'll teach other women how to play poker so they can go out. And then lo and behold, you actually meet, let's just say your soulmate. I mean, yes. you've been meeting him and dating him and, you know, your paths cross more than once, even though you were skeptical. And, and at this point, it's kind of safe to say that, you know, it, it's a pretty good relationship. Oh yeah, I just went to Ireland for um, to visit his family for his thirty fourth for thirty fifth birthday, um, and you know, it was I learned so much in the through the experience of learning poker socially about meeting guys because when you go on all these dates, it, you know you're very on, right? Yeah, you're, it's almost like an, an interview, and it's like 
you know, oh my gosh, you like vanilla ice cream? I like vanilla ice cream. And, and that's not really like a way of getting to know someone or what's your TV shows, whereas you sit at, you know, for an hour here and there, whereas you sit at a poker table with someone and you're spending five, seven, 12 hours in their company, in their space. God, you'd spend that get- many hours playing poker yourself? Yeah, I, an average one day poker tournament, and there are multiple days, it's about seven hours. And that's just a daily. That's a nothing special. That's like every day of the week, run in the mill at your casino. Wow. Yeah. And so Looks a lot like of a job in a way. Oh, yeah. People play it like a job. Um, and yeah, so you'll be there for several hours. And during that time, you really get to see how someone behaves naturally. And I think you really get to see if you connect organically. Um, and especially if you're playing late, you know, no one looks good at four in the morning. But um, yeah, yeah, it's not like you're like having a laugh at every joke or, you know, so it's like you really get to see how they handle a win. How do they handle a loss? You know, what do they eat? Like you just get to sit in someone's space and be in their company. And it really, really, really helped me through poker tables. Um, being able to see guys as people rather than, you know, checklist type stuff. Well, that's interesting. So anyway, so, so you went out there and you're still, you got this book and that people can learn how, or not people, but women in particular, because that's your, yeah. your, your target, um, how to play poker. And you teach them how to play step by step. Mm-hmm. And you call it like one of the best poker books for beginners, because yes. as you say, it's got like these flashcards and bullet points that makes it real easy. You even have like mini chapters <coughs> with quizzes so they can, you know, kind of get it and build up that confidence before they go in. Yes. And, um, and, you, and you think it's actually, you call it funnier than how to play poker for dummies. And <laughs> so it's, it's kind of, it's also, like I say, it's best in the poker books for women and female poker books. Um, yes. And you also show people how to hold your cards with red nail polish and, mm-hmm. and having a manicure. What is that? So when I, the first time I played, well, one of the first times I played poker and I was learning the hard way initially, I remember I was in a hand and the gentleman next to me says, you played that hand terribly. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. I was like, how so? And he said, well, for starters, I could see your cards. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, point taken. Um, you know, there's like ways, let's see, you know, I always have cards next to me. I can actually demonstrate. Um, <laughs> these ones are from Starbucks because they're rainbow. I thought they were beautiful. Oh, they're so cute. Aren't they cute? Um, now the deck of cards come with the book then? They don't, but oh, hopefully okay. in the future. Um, so, like, if you hold your cards like this, someone mm-hmm. can see on the yeah, side. Yeah, I see. So you want to, like, cover, create, like, a protective hood around it. That makes sense. Um, and so just things like that that you want to know before you go to a casino. So I have in my book, I have a chapter called Your Casino Cheat Sheet. Like, all these kind of unwritten rules that, you know... Um, it's like your girlfriend bringing you to the casino and like teaching you like, hey, do this, do that, kind of giving you the 411. These very are very dated terms. Let me ask you this. Did you ever see the movie, um, you know, by Sorkin, Aaron Sorkin, uh, Molly's Game? Yes, I did. 
I've watched that. I bet you my husband and I watched that probably eight no. times. We went to the theater. I just think it's one of the neatest movies because, you know, it's a tr- based on a true story. It's an edgy movie. It's, it's intense. Right. It's, it's sexy. So with that said about, you know, it's all about the gambling world and that. Did you ever see yourself as Molly sort of heading up one of these poker, poker places and that? You know, the thing about Molly's game is she doesn't play poker. Um, so. I know, that's true. But you'd have the head, you know, the edge on that. You'd be able to know how to do that. Exactly. So it's, of course, it's a very exciting world. Um, but And it can be very glamorous, too, at the same time, you know? Oh, absolutely. And it's it's competitive. You have a lot of former athletes. Um, they end up playing poker because I, I wouldn't go as far to say it's a true sport, uh, but it definitely taps into some of the same parts of, you know, the same skills, right? Uh, and so the idea of playing at that level of course is exciting and intriguing but i really see myself as more of a player than a host very good very good so what do you what do you hope to achieve you know from the book do you want to educate more people do you want to get on the bestsellers list do you want to come out is there any plans for a book too yes how about so, you know with guys is there anything that you could like if you were going to write a second book and then tailor it to men and using it as a social opportunity as well but again, if you're sitting at a table, everybody's real serious about playing poker and that. So how do you, how do you exactly. get the ease on up? Like, you know, like with the, you know, the fellow that you met, did he, did he write you a note and say, hey, let's go have coffee? Or how did that work? Because everybody else is going to be really ticked off if, if the two of you are chit-chatting and they want to play their hand. I know. <laughs> uh, you know, poker, it is a very social game, like you said. Um, I think people got a kick out of it. Um, and he's a winning player, so I think they were glad that he left the table. Um, but, um, uh, short term, um, the, the book itself, so I have kind of a short term and a broader goal. The book itself, yes, I want to bring more women to poker. I think it taps into everything that makes us human. I think whether you are a hard facts, math, knowledge person, or you are an intuition person, that's in poker. Whether you are someone who is more academic or more social, you can, use that, whether you are someone who is patient and likes to trap and pick their spots, or you're someone who's aggressive and goes for it and likes to apply pressure, all of that is in poker. And everything that is, what it is, uh, strategic thinking, I think is the main skill you learn from poker. And so I think that is so, so, so important for women. And if we have more women who are able to get into this world i think it'll only bring good things i really do and the broader goal is i'd like to end up doing a girl's guide series on a variety of subjects whether it's a girl's guide to poker a girl's guide to politics a girl's guide to business uh, i like the politics idea that that could be kind of exciting yeah right and yeah girl's guide you know it could be again i think age is irrelevant on any of this stuff because no matter how old you are it's or how young you are you can always learn something new and exciting on how to approach that i mean because that brings me to the question and we're going to digress obviously it's like a girl's guide to politics what what do you do if you're dating some somebody with the opposite views oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh well it it depends how studied they are in my opinion um, I mean, well, I guess you can make an argument that you really believe in your view. Um, you I think it, yeah, I think in a way it really depends on how confident you are that if you're confident and you're not uh, completely headstrong, which can be kind of interchangeable, I guess, but 
then you'd be open to somebody else's viewpoint and that type of thing and not be offended by it. Well, David Brooks, who's one of my favorite columnists, um, he says politics is competing truths. It's what? Competing truths. So it's not like things that are basically saying we're both right. If you look at a lot of, um, a lot of issues, like it's important to have diversity and it's important to have um, unity. Right. So it's wherever you stand on issues. I think um, I think there's a lot of shades of gray. Right. But anyway, it's a fun idea for a book, yeah. you know, a girl's guide to politics. Uh-huh. I think, again, I think it'd be very useful, you know, today, especially. And so maybe you should, you know, embark on that real soon. But with that said, yeah. I want to just couple over a couple of things on and the girl's guide to poker. Yes. And, and it's fun again, because you're teaching, you know, women how to play poker, but also use this as a tool for new social opportunities. You know, get out of the bar, get out of the the dating apps. You know, they're dangerous. You never know who you're going to meet. And, you know, you you learn something, you learn a skill. And then during (laughs) that skill, you maybe you make a few dollars at the same time. Yes. And maybe, you know, at the end of the day, you meet a a really quality individual that you want to date. And maybe it's a long term, much like yourself. I mean, it's kind of like fate, you know, as they used to say yeah. in England there, you know, it's kismet that oh. you went, you started this and you met the, you know, a really great guy. I want to say you probably end up married. If you're not engaged by this spring, then call me up. <laughs> I say that's my prediction anyway. Oh, um, well, I'm sure he's going to watch this interview. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's exciting. It's, it's yeah, very, it very is, exciting. It's, yeah, right? and, no, honestly, um, I'm in love and I'm happy and I, What's your, what's his sign anyway? Oh, uh, yes. I'm so into astrology. I'd also love to write a girl's guide to astrology, by the way. Um, he is a Scorpio. I am a Pisces. Oh my God. I'm a Pisces too. You're a Pisces? Yeah. Yeah. Pisces. Scorpio and Pisces, you know, those relationships, I think they're they're the best. Oh my God. uh, Liz and, you know, Elizabeth Taylor and, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of the husband at the time, but they were married off and on, you know, a couple of times, but, um, yeah, they're very, very romantic. I mean, it's a perfect relationship, I would say. I'm a Pisces Aries rising with a Virgo moon. And I think the Virgo moon is where all the um, detail, meticulous thinking comes into play. And it really uh, adds structure to the Pisces. Where's your Mars? Okay, so you would be attracted to men with water signs. And oh, so yeah. that makes it perfect. And where's his Venus? That's the kicker. Um, his Venus is a Sagittarius, but he's got... A oh, moon. that goes good, though. See, because you've got Aries rising. So he's attracted yeah. to women with fire, you know, fire, you know, that type of thing. And I, and I do have Venus in Aries. Um, but he's, I, he's very, very actually earth water. Um, he's got a moon in Taurus and he has... Um, his Mars is in Capricorn. Mars is in Capricorn. Yeah. So. Wow. Very power, right? <laughs> exact, exact. Thank you. You can understand. Yeah, I see Capricorns are really going through some stuff now, but I digress. Anyway, yeah, so they, they got some stuff Scorpio going on. Capricorn yeah. would like a kick his edge. Um, but it but, seems uh, like your chart just in general seems like there's a lot of great complimentary, you know, stuff going on for long-term relationship, not just a short-term thing. So I wish you the, the, the best on that. And maybe we'll have a, a movie based on this. I mean, wouldn't this be a cute movie? Oh my you know, God. Harry met Sally. It was time for a new one, right? <laughs> right yeah and it could be you know you should kind of keep a track of that and then um, think about writing a screenplay on something like that you know hbo or 
ideally a, a film or something like that. But anyway, let, let's close with a couple things on, on your sassy book on how to help women learn how to play poker. Um, given your personality and the little bit that I've read in the book, I think it's going to be fun. It's easy, breezy, not meant to be intense, but obviously if you're going to take poker to the next level and really get out there and want to be full-time, you want to go on to uh, a, another book. Right now it's all yeah. about helping women get out there and find a new social avenue. Learning something new is always fun in life, no matter what. And, um, and then being skilled at it and maybe winning is even, you know, the icing on the cake. And yes. there you go. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, I, it's something that if you haven't explored in your life, you should. <laughs> well, you know, I thought about it because when I first had your press release from your PR uh, person, I thought, what a fun idea. You know, I mean, I'm happily married, been happily married for 15 years now. And I thought it'd be fun to go out and do stuff like that because, you know, I got that competitive edge, you know, I like to go out and win, do things. And what a great way to start. I could either be kicked out pretty soon or I could hang in there. It's, really really cool and once you have the basics down because the basics everyone needs to know then you can really tailor and individualize your game to your style and when you win in a way that's just has your stamp on it it's so exciting very good. very good. Well, congratulations on the book. And again, if you want to learn how to play poker and you want to get to the intro level, get Amanda Boatfeld's book, A Girl's Guide to Poker. You can get it on Amazon. You can also get the digital version and Anybody that reads it, you know, reach out to me and, and Amanda and let us know how you do and let us know if you meet someone, a romantic interest, because I Please. predict this would be, you know, just a great way to do it. I just, I think you would. All the women out there looking for, you know, somebody fun to uh, be attracted to and long-term relationships. I mean, why not? You got to shake it up. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. this digital you dating guys, app has go got to go. I mean, <laughs> you can only do this for so long. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the whole digital and digital kind of dating. I mean, you know, it's, it's time to go out and do the meet and greet. I couldn't agree more. All right, my dear. Is there anything you want to close with? Anything I want to close with? Um, good luck. <laughs> All right, everybody, you heard it. Good luck from the author of A Girl's Guide to Poker. Yes. And have fun with it. And Amanda, it's been an absolute delight talking with you. And I love your journey that you've been on. And I look forward to seeing all your new writings and um, th that you embark on the next you know, few years as well. So keep in touch for sure. Oh, I will. Thank you so much for your support. And it, it was fun talking astrology too. My other, it my was, other isn't it? It's great. <laughs> astrology is fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, Until thank next you time. So much. Tune in next time, as there's always something new to learn on Ariel Talk Time. If you're a professional lifestyle consultant looking to expand your brand, gain more recognition, or to be featured with an exceptional group of inspiring professionals, join Ariel. Visit ariel.com.